You're listening to DraftKings Network. Have a seat. Sit down. Put huh? your feet up. Yeah. Hey, whoa. Put your feet down. Who told you to put your feet up? <laughs> okay. We're not trying. We're not into feet like that, bro. Damn, Yeah, son. I didn't think you would take us seriously. Some people got a little too excited. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Cooligans. It's the Cooligans, buddy. Yo, and uh, and the, that voice you're hearing is going to be in the new 21 Savage uh, biopic. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> you didn't see the no, trailer? No, I didn't see the video. Uh it's um uh what's his name Don Gl- Donald Glover yeah, yeah Donald Glover is uh, he, playing he's 21 playing Twenty One Savage. Savage but there's a scene in it where because Twenty One Savage was on uh what was Dan's highly, show highly questionable highly questionable I he was on an episode that. and they di- they did like a, a reenactment of that show so they have an actor play Poppy they have an actor play Bomani Jones and they have an actor play uh, Dan Lebatard wow. and the guy who plays Dan Lebatard is peak they were like. We need the most stereotypical Cuban <laughs> guy we could ever find. Literally. <laughs> Just some guy walking in on one time. I'm in like, you got it. Nailed it. What? We've never seen an audition like this before. Yeah, that uh, was great. <laughs> I said, hey, just walk in. I, gotta, I just got to pull it up. I can't believe you haven't seen this, but uh, this is pretty remarkable. I, I, I'm sure Juju tweeted it uh, like 4,000 times. <laughs> it's the new It's the new profile picture on the Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There, it is, there it is. We're looking at it right That's now. That's the most we did. I think I think Bo has the strongest gripe out of anyone. They're just like, yo, go find a black guy. Doesn't matter who it is. I mean, let's be honest. For this, I mean, this is this guy looks more Guatemalan than he does Cuban, bro. <laughs> This is a strong, uh, yeah, I mean, look, why can't a, a Guatemalan guy get an opportunity in Miami? Bro, I mean, it's about damn time, <laughs> if, as far as I'm concerned. And second of all, I don't think Dan's ever dressed this way. Is this how he dressed in that interview? I don't know. I, uh, I, he would dress a little nicer. Gotta find the, I mean, he's definitely, he's showing a lot of chest. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah but I, I got to find the picture of all, of all three. Uh, it's somewhere. It'll pop up in a second. But just, uh, no, you, you love to see. Uh, and and shout out to Dan oh, who dressed Dan dressed like who the, dressed like the actor in the uh, on the show the other day. Um, but yeah, pretty uh, pretty great. So very very exciting stuff. So uh, shout out to uh, you know to Twenty One Savage and and, and Don Glover get, yeah. showing some uh, you know uh, Sir Twenty One Savage. Thank you. <laughs> Have some okay. respect. Apologies. Yeah, sir. yeah, he's been he's been knighted <laughs> by the king. Uh, but no, get, given you know, Metalog Media, some love. You gotta, you gotta appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, hey, we're getting everywhere. Okay, um, so a lot to go over uh, today. Um, obviously, the the you know, we'll, just a quick rundown. Oh, wait, you're Christian. I'm Alexis. There you go. Ah, bro, I've never heard of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Played by random fat guy and the lightest skin black guy we could find. Who would play a car? Let's do because they do this on every show. Who would play us in True. the biopic of the Cooligans? Good question. Uh, Come on, let's just well, let's just get it out of the way because everybody's curious. I'd probably get that guy from Lost. The guy, oh, the, the fat the, guy from Lost with, with the yeah. big curly hair. Okay, Horatio Sands got canceled. So we ain't, <laughs> we ain't talking about him no more. Uh, I was going to say Dan could probably play. <laughs> really? Dan Levitar. Someone could. have to remind him who I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there, folks. Uh, Just like my dad, we'll get there. <laughs> 
Uh, for me, I mean, I, I have a lot of. Uh, you have like ninety five thousand people. Although Tiger Woods not anymore, bro. He got the big shoulders. His age has really hit his face. <laughs> Tiger Woods, uh, yeah, his age. You were skinnier, Tiger Woods. He's, yeah, he's aging much more poorly than I yeah, am. Yeah, big okay. dog, big dog, you big, ain't dog. big dog. I mean, he's still look. He's still part of the culture. Yeah, with yeah, the big yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. right. When you get memed, that's that's a pretty but good sign. Big dog era. That meme era. That's not you. That's he's not- got the he got the slanted shoulder. <laughs> um. The oh I don't know I mean look I, as far as there's a lot of people who generally look like me mm-hmm. so you know I've gotten Alex Rodriguez I've gotten Bruno Mars Nani Br- is the one I would pick as but this is the actor Nani's going to act yes. as me <laughs> yes is that really who we make want? a terrible I got Dan <laughs> Levitar <Lebitard, huh? laughs> you think that guy's ever acted once <laughs> okay he acts like he knows us no <laughs> he was actually, actually he was actually on Ballers I don't know if you know this he was, was on he? an episode oh, of Ballers so oh yeah when standing there yeah. as the Rock spoke to him <laughs> yeah jeez well can we get the Golden Globe Joe Coy <laughs> give him a Golden Globe what's the end game else? here Spence yeah <laughs> uh, okay. So, I mean, so we got a couple options. Yeah. That's all. All right. Um, okay. Today, uh, oh, as always, make sure you subscribe to the Cooligans Podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Shout out. The numbers are just going up and up uh, for these YouTube subscribers. So thank you to all the new folks uh, joining us on, on this journey in uh, in trying to get our boss to acknowledge our existence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> never going to happen. Hold on. <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> So the uh, let's start today. Uh, well, you know what? Because it, uh, look, there are a couple things. Uh, Jaden Sancho is is back, baby. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're, we're gonna talk some Carabao Cup, um, uh, some NWSL, MLS stuff as well. And uh, we're gonna round it out with Type Five. Type Five is back, mm. yeah. But first, right. yeah. But first, let's first, go. Manchester United. Wasn't that your nickname in high school? <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna play the high school I- version <laughs> of me? <laughs> we gotta really think about. You're this. gonna have to have a lot of range. <laughs> You gotta go band, <laughs> IT class, no sex scenes, dude. Uh, yeah, definitely. You gotta. Yeah, you don't need to worry about that. And uh, uh, also, I, I also did swing class in uh, in in high school. <laughs> I'm a proper swing dancer. Everybody, don't. When you say swing, do you mean like real swing or like you get it swing? <laughs> no, no, swing. <laughs> you go, no. I thought you were gonna say where. I, I thought you were gonna say I share my wife. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. swing class. There's just a bowl of keys in the front of the class. One pineapple in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. What's an upside down here, pineapple. Okay. All right. Why has everyone got cold sores in this class? <laughs> mm. yeah. No swing like like swing. This is bro. I uh, that was uh, shout it, out it shout out to gets, my. <laughs> My my so it was my math teacher, my chemi- my chemistry teacher that taught uh, the swing class. It was an elective. Does I did not it. surprise. Did it for two years. <laughs> so shout out, shout out Miss Phillips. Shout, Damn. shout out, shout out uh, Miss Phillips. She, she was uh, she, her and uh, Mister. Oh man, what's his name? Uh, it starts with an M. Um, Mor- Morgan something. Uh, Morgano, Mister Morgano. No, shout, shout out the people at Global Studies. <laughs> Y'all remember. Morgano and Phillips. Damn. Really enough, they, and also, I mean, just a little peek behind the curtain. They used to, the two teachers used to date. They used to date. They're spilling the tea on this school, Chris. Wow. And then, and then it ended amicably. They're still friends. 
But you sure about how that? How do you know this? Bro? <laughs> but it was like a thing we all talked about in school. I'm like, y'all, you know, you think Mr. Morgano is looking up? Like, <laughs> no, that, that happened in my school. There were there were some controversies. I'm not going to get into the details, really? but yeah, there were yeah, some yeah. teacher administrator controversies in my high school. Ooh, so. Okay, well, it's you crazy. Know. My school is full of nuns, bro. <laughs> Called so because they ain't getting none. <laughs> They're the <laughs> real freaks, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they was getting down, bro. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Down with the Lord, thank you. <laughs> First piece of news. I'm not sure if you guys saw Jaden Sancho is back at Borussia Dortmund. And I guess the biggest question to talk about is, will Sancho prove Eric Ten Hag wrong now that he's back at Borussia Dortmund? It clearly didn't go that well for him at Manchester United. Was it his fault? Was it the coaching? Was it just the club atmosphere? What do you guys think? Yeah, this is... Uh, look, we we have to start by looking at the, the Bruce Dortmund Instagram because they were... A.K.A. the Jaden Sancho Instagram now. <laughs> okay, because uh, Jaden Sancho actually deactivated his Instagram for, yeah. for a couple months now. And he's just like, I don't want to deal with all this mess. And uh, But now he, he turned it back on and, and Bruce Dortmund are capitalizing. Where uh, right now we're looking at uh, you know, Jaden Sancho reconnecting with his uh, back in the locker room, old teammates. But the way he's hugging Marco Royce, I, there's just there's something to seeing uh, seeing this young man happy. We haven't seen him in a good mood in months. Who Marco Royce? Because he's really <laughs> excited uh, to see Jaden Sancho. Uh, no, bro, they're just happy to uh, look. I th look, obviously, Jaden Sancho is happy to be just uh, playing football again uh, or foosball, as they say out there. We'll and see. I mean, he got to get on the pitch because he is he's hugging someone else in Gio Reyna, who's like, right. "Yeah, what's up? <laughs> okay. What's up? Welcome. This is my house now." <laughs> Okay. You Even was, though I get zero playing time. <laughs> Things are a little bit different nowadays. <laughs> yeah. You wasn't around when I got here. <laughs> no, the, interestingly enough, uh, uh, I saw this. Um, uh, Gio Reyna um, has, is, is switching agents, mm -hmm. switching agencies. He is uh, uh, Jorge Mendez. Remember? So he's the, the yeah. Mendez was the guy who got all the Portuguese dudes at Wolves. George Mendez. Uh, Jorge. Jorge. Wow, whatever. Jorge. Jorge. You <laughs> made him a Latino, bro. <laughs> Portuguese. Apologies. Um, but he is, uh, so I, I believe he is uh, switching agencies to, to try to uh, get a transfer. I think he wants to get out of Dortmund uh, this so he left George Mendez. No, no, he he's joined, signed with. Yeah, George he left Mendes. some other agency. I guess he's going to Wolves. I was about to say, my guy was like, "What about Wolves?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Nottingham Forest, actually. Okay, true. So you know the bond with George Mendez and uh, what is Nuno Espirito Santo? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have that bond. So yo, he might be going Nottingham Forest. There's two Americans on Nottingham Forest. Then. Okay, wait, who's the second? Matt Turner and Matt Turner, and then it would be Giorino. Oh, I, I thought you said that they're ready to. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, all right. So look, this is a so uh, the the bigger question, Jaden Sancho. What is the future of his uh, not only his career but his his career at Manchester United? Could having good uh, uh, could he have a good impression um, in in uh, Dortmund and therefore come back to uh, Manchester United? Is it even a possibility that 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 uh, Eric Ten Hag could welcome him back? In good graces. Uh, do you even care if he goes back to Manchester United? I do care if he goes back to Manchester United. I, I care more about Eric. Uh, Eric. I care more about Jaden getting back to his old self and proving that he was the footballer that they that Manchester United bought in 2021. Uh -huh. That it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't always oh, locked down, or it wasn't because he was in Dortmund and it wasn't uh, maybe not as competitive as a lot of people feel 
Uh, obviously, the Premier League would be. For me, it's more important that Jaden Sancho gets back to being the player that he was and proves he wasn't a flop. That once that, then he can go not wherever he wants, but he can kind of make his own choice as to where he goes. So whether he gets transferred out of Manchester United or right, so it's essentially a, a, an opportunity for Manchester United to raise his value to therefore move him. Yeah, like that—that's the benefit for them. Um, I yeah, look, that could be a a, a proper uh, strategy. Maybe, it, or he just got to get his groove back. He just got to find his old self. I think he, he just needs to be there. Uh, be at Dortmund, have a good uh, have a good time, and there's a strong possibility that Eric Ten Hag is not even at the club That's when he point. comes back. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just wait it out, dog. But now he's got a, he's got this thing. He's he stood his ground. He stood on business. He did. See, I, 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 but now you got to prove it right. It he, could uh, look really bad if he doesn't look play real well. Bad. He can't now start showing up late. Yeah, or whatever the issues were at Manchester United. Word word is he wasn't he was a lazy trainer yeah and he would show up late yeah th- I, so th- this video is interesting this is Bruce Dortmund uh, uh, posted this and I just I think it's interesting the choice of words yes we're back so the, the, one of the medical trainers when he's on, when he's on the bike it's coming up in just a second but we're we're watching him he's looking at the uh, the locker rooms where am I where am I going to be sitting and and blah 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 but the 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 last sentence, uh, which is coming up in just a second, right here. Latest medical check ever. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Right there, latest medical check ever. And then, so initially, I'm like, is does he mean because it's late in the transfer window? Well, they did. No, I think they went to the to the clock, and it was twenty three forty one. Okay, okay, okay. So he basically. So initially, I I took it as like, yo. Is Jaden getting late to his medical? <laughs> I like, know. Bro, what is going on? Wait, hold on. Might have. They might have said, like, yo, just get here anytime today. And he's like, I'll get there right before midnight. <laughs> so, <laughs> it could have been. So I don't you know. might be right still. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. We can't be late on the first day, dog. Damn, yo. <laughs> so I'm like, but that's how anxious I am about this whole situation. I'm just like, yo, bro, just like, you can't be screwing up right now. And that, and that particular post, I'm like, is when he says, I'm sorry, guys. It's all. It's obviously very cheeky, and he's just kind of joking around. But I'm like, what happened? Why is he apologizing at all? It could be. It could be that he just showed up later, and they had to go back. Okay, that's why these tattooed millionaires yeah. <laughs> shouldn't be. But whatever. Tell them, bro. <laughs> okay. Just dribble the ball. <laughs> okay. Thank you for joining me on the Jason Whitlock Hour. <laughs> Fedora <laughs> comes down and lands on okay. your head. Okay. All right, everybody, gumbo. We all hate Stephen A. Smith, right? <laughs> we all, we don't like. Anyway, uh. <laughs> I will say this. I think Eric Ten Hag had to do what he did. If you're going to tell someone, it's similar to uh, you know what we saw in Toronto. Yeah. Hey, man, don't vape. No, I'm going to keep vaping. You got to stand your ground. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe come on the show and talk about it. Uh, I think if you're going to if you're gonna be Eric Ten Hag and you're going to say everyone's held to the same standard, you can't be, I'm going to chastise you for the way you're training. I'm going to chastise you for being later. Whatever yeah. the transgressions were, you got to stand on on. on you got to stand your ground on this. But it, it's. But then it, also, if you're him, he did the right thing. It's difficult. Yeah, I agree. It's difficult as as a club and as like executives when you're like you know the in 2021 you're like yo yeah should we spend a hundred million dollars on bringing this uh, young man to the club and then it's like 
uh, you know, then two years later, uh, the the coach is like, oh, yeah, I don't care about that hundred million dollars yeah. you just spent on bringing hey, that, that, that guy you brought in. <laughs> he's not nice. to me. <laughs> OK, so, he's not giving me the right vibes. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. So, he's kind of making me look like a jerk in front of the other guys. <laughs> so what, what's what's more valuable? Those hundred million dollars are like. ETH's yeah. feelings. <laughs> or your boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because my, my feelings are a little bit hurt. So yeah. it, it's a, look, it, it's a thing where, look, you have to um, side with the manager, right? They're leading the club and, and they are the, the captain of the ship. So it, it, they, there's a lot of trust in Eric Ten Hag to, to, to feel like, yes, it's, we know the investment we made in Jaden Sancho, but we trust that you have a, a better vision and, and direction. Is but, there a lot of trust, though? Like you say that, but like I, we hear rumors all the time about is ETH gonna last the rest of the season? Is it gonna make in the next? Yeah, I, it seems like the fans definitely I don't trust. Maybe him. trust is the wrong word, but he certainly has leverage in this because Jaden hasn't been lights out. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't played when given the opportunity, like a seventy-three million pound player, right. which is what he was purchased for. So I kind of think they're like, all right, Eric. I mean, this guy's not working out anyway. You know, you could be maybe try a different tact with him, be a little bit harder. I think back to uh, Pep Guardiola told a story about uh, how Cruyff obviously was at, at the club when he was playing there, and they would stick around after training, and and they'd you know talk about football for hours and hours and hours. Eventually, Pep gets the job to coach Barca B, which is what he wanted. They wanted him to be in the youth system, and he said no. He wanted to coach Barca B, which at the time was in the fourth division, like stunk. But I think Pedro was there, uh, Busquets was there, and he went to he went to Cruyff. Who again at the time a god running the club? Yeah, went to Cruyff and said, "I have an issue, and I need your help. I have two players; they're my star players, but they're not listening to me, and I don't know what to do. I don't think I've won them over. I need them because they're important, right? They're important for our success. They're our two best players, but I can't get them to fall in line. I can't get them to listen to me, and it's affecting the way I am with the rest of the club. What would you do?" And Cruyff was like, "Get rid of them. Get rid of them immediately." Because it doesn't matter if they're your best players. If they're not listening to you, they completely, yeah. the whole club will collapse because of it. Your whole squad will collapse because of it. And I'm paraphrasing what he mm -hmm. said. I'm sure it was with an accent and everything. <laughs> um, but to me, it brings a good point. Like, I, I get why Eric Ten Hag did what he did. You know, I get why he's chastised players in the past. I get why other coaches have sectioned off players if he they felt they weren't doing their thing. But you could look at a Jaden Sancho and go, yo, this kid got skill. There's some real talent there, No. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but look, just just like you mentioned that Jaden Sancho has to go to Germany and uh, and ball out and really impress, uh, the same pressure is on Eric Ten Hag. His team has to get good results. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, it's not like, all right, Jaden's gone. Now we're really good. <laughs> <laughs> now we ball. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's a... And if people don't remember the specifics about, like, what the falling out was between Eric Ten Hag and Jaden Sancho, it was essentially... Uh, uh, Eric Ten Hag criticized Jaden Sancho publicly and just said like uh, it was either about like why he didn't play about not he said injury and then they were like well he, and then Jaden Sancho was like I ain't injured and then it was like oh he doesn't you know train well and then he's like I train fine like whatever it, it was uh, essentially Jaden Sancho calling his manager a liar mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. and he put up a post did he not yeah I don't remember the exact one but it, yeah it was basically that like. Don't speak on my name, kind yeah, of a yeah. kind of type of post, and uh, and that was it. And and they they had asked, um, you know, Sancho to apologize. He's like, I ain't apologizing. I didn't do anything wrong. 
and boom, and this is where we uh, now he's eating with the U18 and training by himself. <laughs> right, right. So th that that's how all of this uh, started. So there, yeah, there's clearly a, a lot of pressure, and I, yeah, I do think there's a lot of trust on Eric Ten Hag because I don't think the the noise about him getting sacked has been that loud, especially from. You, you haven't heard any higher-ups mention anything? No. Uh, Scott McTominay came out a couple weeks ago and said we're all behind the coach. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, the players love him. The fans seem the to... the fans. The fans seem... Obviously, there's always going to be different groups of fans, right? But for overall, what I've seen, at least from the fans that I know and love and respect, it seems like he there's some patience. It's starting to wear thin, but there's still patience around the manager. Right. I think the understanding is that the club itself... Yeah. Has failed. You know, speaking of Pep Guardiola, there was a time where uh, he um, he was talking to Sir Alex Ferguson and they were having a conversation about the game, uh, the Champions League final in Rome. And he goes, he said something like Manchester United uh, is important in football because they are like the pinnacle or they are. They give football something like the the dignity, not just in the way they play, but as an organization. Yeah. They are like the the dignity that the sport deserves, that football deserves, is like a Manchester United. I'm like, not anymore, bro. <laughs> yeah. You I'm, know what I mean? Like, think about That's not that long ago. Dude, every True. empire crumbles. I yeah, mean, they, yeah, yeah. They, won't, they sure. don't last forever. <laughs> sure, but still, I mean, to be like the most dignified, the dignity that this sport deserves to of a dumpster fire right <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. Yeah. it's such a fall from grace. And I've said this on the morning show, I'll say it again. It feels like football needs Manchester United to be good in order for it to feel right. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's like the Yankees being bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it like hurts almost the rest of Major League Baseball. It's such an important club in the in the to see it be like this is just a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Do you guys, well, do you guys think like you guys think he's going to succeed? Um, you mean Jaden Sancho? Yes. Uh, I well, I, I guess I could ask about Eric Ten Hag too. Do you think? Yeah, look, I I think the uh, let's start with the, Sancho. Sancho, how's he do at Dortmund in this loan? So, the, so it's interesting because I, I think the the to me the measure of success for Borussia Dortmund is they have to have to win a trophy with Jaden Sancho there. That, I assume that's why they are bringing him in. Uh, they got very close to winning um, the Meisterschall uh, last mm. year, and it's untight. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so they could have won the league, and they obviously messed. Uh, they, they if they fell apart on the last day of the season. And um, so I think that is the standard for success. They are paying, I believe they are paying either all or some of his salary uh, for these six months. Uh, it's, a, it's a big expense. I think he makes something like 350,000 pounds a week. Mm -hmm. uh, so Jeez. it's no joke. It, it's, a, it's a real investment. So that's to me. That is, can, can they do it? Um, it? It's almost like, basically the bigger question is like, can Jaden Sancho help Borussia Dortmund Win a trophy this this season in these in these next six months. I think he can, but that will be the measure of success uh, to me for them. I think they're out of the DFB Pokal. Yeah, they got beaten by um, Stuttgart, so all they have left is Bundesliga, where they're in fifth, out of a Champions League position, uh -huh. and all they have left is Champions League, which somehow magically they got out top of the group. <laughs> right? They, they let great. everybody else they beat themselves up. <laughs> they <laughs> amazing in Champions League, but in in Bundesliga they like can't figure anything. But out. they're going up against PSV next, which they may be able to get past. Uh, that's their next competition in in uh, Champions League. But they, in order for them, they'd have to find a way to be better than Bayer Leverkusen, 
who have yet to lose a game. Yeah. Still. I don't think they're winning. Bundesliga. No, yeah, they're not winning Bundesliga. They're on 27 points. Uh, and it, and it's, I mean, it's a goal differential unlikely. of five. Bayer Leverkusen's got 42 points and a goal differential of 34. <laughs> so maybe Buddy, it ain't happening. <laughs> Look, Bundesliga is clearly uh, just qualify for Champions League. That seems to be the. the so you said they got to win a trophy. They only have one other opportunity, and that's winning Champions League. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they can do it. So they, I don't think it looked pretty good in Champions League, though. I'm not even like, yeah, exaggerating. But still, Soto City. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, I, I look, that's not going to happen. I think in order for Jaden Sancho to be considered successful, he's got to go and he's got to establish himself as a week in, week out starter, a f- team sheet regular, yeah. in pen, not pencil, regular. If he does that, and I, look, I want to see, I don't know if he'll be able to get to double digit assists, all competitions, but if he gets to like, from this point forward, if he can get eight goals, if he can get 15 goal contributions mm-hmm. before the end of the season, I'll say, yo, my G's back. And then he deserves a shot next season somewhere. I don't think it's going to be United, though. Okay. And Eric yeah. Ten Hag, he'll be back in Air He'll be in Air <laughs> VC or he'll be somewhere else. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Yeah, for sure. Next topic. Carabao Cup, guys. Mm. Not sure if you saw I don't really want to talk about it, but Chelsea lost to Middlesbrough. <laughs> Why would you want to talk about it? Why would yeah, you want to talk about it? I don't know. I, don't, I can't really talk. <laughs> Me, Alito, uh, hardcore yeah, Chelsea fan. Hardcore Chelsea <laughs> fan. I was crying through the most of the match. It was it was fine. Um, but uh, Chelsea lost to Middlesbrough, and then Liverpool beat Fulham 2-1 yesterday. Who do you guys think is making it to the final after the second legs? I want to give a shout-out to Fulham, though. Did you, did you get a chance to watch this I game? I did not see this game. Because the first 20 minutes, yo, Fulham were all in the first they 20 dominated. minutes, bro. Fulham were balling, and this is the this is the most uncomfortable or most difficult part of watching Fulham. Is sometimes they're like the four nil winning Fulham, and sometimes they're the three one losing Fulham. And you're like, <laughs> which one's going to show up? There's not not a lot of consistency. You know they're not that deep, and that's one of the biggest issues. Uh, Pereira was incredible. Jimenez was incredible, but when you look at Liverpool, here's the big thing. If you look at Liverpool coming back after obviously Willian scores the first. They scored in the 68th and the 71st minute. If you look at where the substitutions came, they came from like the 55th minute on. Bro, yeah. impact subs, bro. Yeah, yeah, just- subs that make an impact. Like when I opened my lunch in high school, <laughs> it's subs that make an impact. <laughs> okay. Damn. <laughs> Got him. Everybody, everybody just watching Lex is like, damn, yeah. look, who, look who he brought in. Bro, that's a red card, dog. All right. Curtis Jones, man, I got to give Charlie Davies his flowers because he's been talking about Curtis Jones. I was like, yo, bro, stop talking about Curtis Jones. And now he's linked with Arsenal. I'm like, yo, tell me more about Curtis Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this kid's a beast, no? Uh, but what an absolutely bowling game. One of the coolest things was after the game, Curtis Jones was asked about, yeah, I don't know if he scored the winner, but he he was very influential. He, he scored a goal, he's, but he's I don't know if it was the winner. Oh, he scored the equalizer. Okay, so he's being asked about it and his play as of late. He goes, yeah, I think I have a lot more to go, blah, blah, blah. The only thing I need now is just more minutes. And then I think I could really show the next level. The next interview was Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen shows up laughing. He's like, hey, I just heard Curtis uh, Jones say, now he needs more minutes. He goes, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. He goes, I think you maybe deserve more minutes. He's like, but that's funny that he was willing to say that. To say that knowing your boss is behind you is yeah. kind of, I like this kid, man. And, and look, before you even mentioned the thing about minutes, like what I was prepping in my head uh, to reply, it's like, he doesn't get minutes. Like, yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. play. He rarely gets a lot of Premier League minutes. But they're so deep. 
Yeah. How but, are you going to get minutes on the squad? I mean, look, he's earned it. it but it's interesting because uh, because Liverpool uh, had a lot of midfielders uh, that left the, the previous season. Mm. And so you would, I would imagine that Curtis Jones, at the end of the last season, was like, oh, yo, all these midfielders, midfielders are my, leaving. It's my time. It's my time, bro. Right. And then all these other dudes come in. And he's like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. It's my time. <laughs> yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? It's Why not- am I sharing my time, dog? <laughs> it's not a sober slide time. Yeah, it's yeah. my time. <laughs> Mac Allister? Nah, bro. Maybe Why don't we should, you speak English, yeah, McAllister? Well, we should have left you home alone, <laughs> McAllister. <laughs> Bro, you can't be speaking Spanish with a name no, like that. No, why don't you go asado with Mr. Seven Z's in his last name? <laughs> he's hungry from what I heard. I don't even know he's Hungarian. <laughs> but it's a good bit. Asado, hungry. No, no, you got to go with it. You gotta yeah, go with yeah, that's it. But you Hungarian now, bro. Okay, I'll, I'll ride with you, bro. <laughs> Thank you, he is, he is Hungarian. He is. Yeah, here we go. The bit works, bro. The bit worked accidentally. <laughs> That's right. We still do or, it. Uh, regardless of my naivety, bro, <laughs> or my ignorance. Uh, dude, I mean, if you, to me, bro, they don't have Salah. They don't have Trent Alexander-Arnold. They got Nunez shooting in the wrong direction. They are, <laughs> even with all those, I nah, mean, they're, 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 very, very they're strong so good. Well, and, did you see um, uh, Jurgen Klopp when they were asking him about uh, how he thinks, uh, you know, his, his the players that are at AFCON, I think specifically Salah, like, uh, you know, what what he expects from him, uh, them at AFCON? He's like, well, I hope they get kicked out in the group stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just why praying for, yeah. your, for your player's Damn. downfall. So you can have them back on your squad. It's bro. just, I respect the pettiness, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> Insert, uh, you know, what's his name? DJ Khaled going, nah, it makes me sad <laughs> that they didn't believe in us. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Allah did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I? laughs> Which is what DJ Khaled should be saying if we're going to be honest. <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> Let's go, DJ. Uh, so the all right. So the the game, uh, Liverpool, Fulham. Uh, so also, I think Liverpool is, is going to win the the return. It is uncomfortable that the EFL Cup, uh, the Carabao Cup semifinal, is two games. I'm like, what are we? Doing? Well, not next season. Nah, it's I'm not, not going to be. I'm actually really glad it's two games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, no, we need a problem. I gotta have a shot here. I'm a Chelsea fan. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing, bro? Like, I get we need to sell some tickets, but come on, bro. Uh, anyway. It's not just that. I think this is going to be huge for teams like, you know, smaller clubs like Middlesbrough to get that. I bet smaller. They're in the championship and they're doing pretty well. I think yeah. they're in third. But, uh, you know, if for those in the lower leagues, maybe maybe that's not as big a drop. But if the club was like, say, in League One or League Two, getting that return is huge. Of course, of course. I, I get that. Uh, they're talking about having it be single leg and having the semifinals played in uh, Villa Park. Which would you'd assume would be fifty fifty? Why why Villa Park though? And I think it's like traditionally like that's the stadium. That's like, like the Wembley the, of the region. It's the no, it's the pre Wembley. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. If you do okay. good here, it's the foreplay. Uh, <laughs> and then Wembley is, <laughs> you know, yeah, Wembley is you like earned it. You're, me- you're meeting our parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> your finger game was strong. <laughs> now you get to do the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, yes, the other game, Middlesbrough against. Chelsea. Every time we talk about Chelsea, I think it can't get worse, and then we lose to Middlesbrough. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's just a, a wild. I mean, look, it, it's overall, it's been bad for Chelsea. Um, it's been inconsistent. 
That's but, the most but, frustrating. That's part, the frustrating though. part. But bad, there's been three times this season where we're like, they're back. They got it. Or they figured it out. And nope. no, they haven't. <laughs> they Yet le- again. They've learned the, each other's names on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They've stopped calling Enzo Julian. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a big step forward. Uh no, so they, they lose in the first leg, uh, one to nothing. Uh they have, there was a goal. What was uh, the kid's first name? Uh Hayden. Hayden, Hayden Hackney. Hayden Hackney. Bro, think about that, bro. You're 21 years old, right? Chris Wilder didn't believe in you. Mm -hmm. And then who's your new coach? Oh, I don't know. Probably the midfielder you looked up to. (laughs) Michael Carrick. Michael Carrick shows up and you're like, well, damn, I might learn a little something. Uh And look at this kid. He's a beast. He scored scored the the sole goal. He Uh, scored the goal, but also his runs were incredible. His ability to advance the ball, his ability to pass the ball, get into tight, get into good spaces, find open spaces, make himself available for crosses and passes. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you play for Michael Carrick in training. If he yeah, says yeah. do X, Y, Z, you going to do X, Y, Z. And Carrick was the former interim manager at Manchester yeah. United. So uh, I think that he was kind of frustrated uh, leaving that job. Okay, I think he really wanted that opportunity. Uh, I don't think they believed, but they didn't believe in us. Bro, okay. Okay. <laughs> <I'll> lie, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Imagine Carrick saying that. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> We're like, damn. <laughs> Somebody wants to go to the Saudi Pro League. Uh, <laughs> I bet you right now. Uh, what's his name? Jordan Henderson is saying that. Yeah, we got. Oh yeah, we have mentioned that as well. But um, which we call it for for Michael Carrick? There was talk after this game that some Chelsea fans were like, "Fire Pochettino and hire him." That's not how this works. <laughs> if you want to win, you don't get to walk to the other dugout and be their coach now. Yeah, there's a. Um, it's like pain, it's like racing for pink slips. You know? <laughs> All right, this is your car now, dude. The, look, so uh, Chelsea, look, they had plenty of opportunities to uh, at least tie the game or definitely win the game. Um, I, I mean, uh, Cole Palmer, uh, bro, uh, you know how much I mean, money did he so put on those, bro? <laughs> he should <laughs> absolutely. He could. He does. Well, he has a uh, Saint Kitts, isn't his like grandfather yeah, from like yeah, Saint, Saint, Saint Kitts and Nevis? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my man, uh, just a. A, look, it, it's a. Uh, uh, I know this thing say kids, but what's Wagwan with you? Yeah, <laughs> some poor misses. Two really, nah, really the, good. The one over the, one the, over the, over the bar. There was, was no cool. one in there front of him. They were bad misses. I got to be honest. I was willing to give Cole Palmer a pass just because this was his first really bad game for the team. The two misses again. Obviously, hard. Because he's their best player. Oh, in my by opinion. far. Yeah, this yeah. season. He's by I would far go far as to say he's their. Probably one of their good players, one of their only good players. <laughs> I mean, that's at fair. least in good nah. form. No, he's see, in their best form. This is why I disagree because mm-hmm. I think Chelsea individually are all really good players. I think it's a a matter of finding the finding the right chemistry between these guys and finding the right uh, lineup. Because who from this squad? We're looking at Chelsea's uh, lineup from this match. Yeah, who from this squad would you say has had a good season? Well, it depends if they're playing in the right position. This no, 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 no. I didn't ask that. Mm. Who do you think oh, from I this mean, squad I has honest. had a good season? Cole Palmer. Okay. We, that's the one we all agree on. Yeah. I mean, Georgi Petrovic has only played like three or four games, but He's, before this, he was He was very, pretty good was up until good. this match. Not his fault, I don't think, because... Yeah. You look at that back line. Would you say Tiago Silva's had a good season? No. No, he's not no. had a good season. No. Would Ca- you say Caicedo's had a good season? Terrible. Absolutely terrible. terrible in season. fact, Klopp said, looks like we dodged a bullet, something to that effect. 
Enzo does not look really I mean, like Enzo he looks was. like. Enzo, yeah. I don't even know. You know, <laughs> Enzo I mean, looks you, like his agents. Like if you Yo, put, look, no if, one say anything. We got an offer for him. If you put, if you put ten other Argentinian guys around Enzo Fernandez, and he's maybe gonna look, he's gonna look pretty great. And you put him on the bench, uh, maybe <laughs> Connor Gallagher. Has he had a good season? He's been all right. He's been all right. Better than most, but he's not been good. all right. Yeah, Raheem Sterling, no. Yeah. Le- Le- Levi Colwell, no, no. What are we Tassassi, talking about here? No. Yeah. Not Malo Gusto. Okay, no <laughs> me gusta. Malo Gusto has actually Malo been pretty has good. Been probably one of the brighter. Uh, he has been pretty good. Come on, he's he's had ups and downs. No, he has, but Every, also, everyone had. You can he say has. That about I think I don't think he's lived up to the to the to the price no, tag. No, definitely not. But it, it's he, really, Cole Palmer, and that's it. The biggest issues to me uh, with with Chelsea are just up front. They're, they the the people that they brought in to score goals have not really. Done that? Why? Why are they not? Look, even in this game, you're seeing Cole, uh, Cole Palmer play at, at the, the nine, nine at well, the, as a striker. Like, well, bro, you have Nicholas Jackson. He's at Afcon, so he's gone. Okay, yeah. okay. Armando, Armando Broger was the one that everyone was really upset didn't start as the nine in this game. Got it. Got it. See, but it just would he come from Southampton? I mean, he was our player. He went on loan to Southampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in general, this season, that's what I'm saying. Nicholas Jackson hasn't look. They, they just the people they thought would produce have not. So that seems to be the biggest. There's good news. You get Lukaku back, <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard he really likes being. There. Maybe <laughs> he might be uh, play well under Pochettino. Who knows? He hasn't, Maybe he hasn't gotten a chance. Bro, uh, is Pochettino even going to be here next season? Dude, but it was, but this is how could this be the. The, the this story. is the way. Every, it's Chelsea, though. That's this is, the history. Exactly. They this say is the yeah, Chelsea has no history. The history is every manager gets fired after a year and a half. You get 18 months on his job, it's bro. A, it's a joke. You I get mean, to live in a nice part of London. You get your money up. And that's it. But it shouldn't be this bad. Even when, when uh, have you seen that video of uh, Mourinho being asked about, like, you know, sort of either memories about like notable memories about clubs that he's he's played for and then the, he, he goes through the list and and he's just like the worst club ever like uh that that made no sense to me uh was tottenham like so th- that that he there's a clear like even in in that hierarchy of like the or in, or his list of like top clubs that i've represented the the chelsea's not at the bottom it was so different under Hold on. Though. do you remember that chelsea squad Bro, what was it? Drogba. SCN. Uh, was Makaleli there? I think it was SCN by that SCN. point. Makaleli was there. John Odell, uh, John Terry. John Terry, Lampard. Carvalho. I mean, we're talking about like uh, Petr Cech. Petr Cech in goal. We're talking about like a a, a best eleven, pretty right, much. Right, right. He had at his disposal, but it uh, and it wasn't this. Some, <laughs> but that's like you can you can even having great players on your team, it can still it can still be a, a difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Task. But that's also when he was, I think, at his peak coaching. Yeah. Some you know some would say that was when he was at Porto, but I think or or Real, but I think when he was at Chelsea, he was still within that realm of like a god as yeah. a manager, mm-hmm. and he had a, a full squad. Yeah, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah, of yeah. course. But I just want to get, make sure I mention this because you mentioned the thing about Jordan Henderson. The uh, the shout out to Football Rambo. I don't know if you saw the, the clip of them talking about it. Apparently, Jordan Henderson, uh, if you're not aware, he wants to come back to right. the Premier League. He's he going to lose seven million pounds if he does that. He's got <laughs> to pay taxes if he's not in Saudi for two years. Right. So that that is the reports, and a lot of the reports are about uh, you know that the, the a lot of the players that are in the Saudi Pro League are not happy. You know, their wives are not happy about living in those countries and and how they may be treated. Those are the, the rumors I'm hearing. Um, but Jordan Henderson in particular got a lot of scrutiny for going to the Saudi Pro League, accepting a lot of money, uh, especially with uh, he, he he's done a lot of support for uh, uh, LGBT rights and, and things like that. Right. 
And go, obviously going to Saudi Pro League, people saw it as very hypocritical of him to do that, given uh, the, the you know, laws and stuff o- over there. But now he wants to come back. So shout out to Football Realm because he made a, I forgot who it was, that made a really great joke about that. He wants to, he wants to come back to England to, uh, you know, to uh, fix things, f- get things right over here, to, you know, basically to uh, fix Brexit and like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so funny. <laughs> a lot of the reasons he was saying yeah. he was going to go to Saudi Pro League. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's a fascinating uh, thing because not only are we hearing it with Jordan Henderson, we're also hearing it with Kareem Benzema that he might and Firmino uh, and Firmino. But we're hearing that uh, that th- there might be interest from uh, Real Madrid for Kareem Benzema, also LAFC. Uh, I've heard that uh, uh, club uh, tossed around as well. And um, so it's a the, the the Saudi project. Is it uh, is it over? Are we done? Uh, it's not going as smoothly <laughs> as I think they would have hoped. Because people ain't going to games. That, that's been uh, one of the complaints well, from the Jordan players. Even Jordan Henderson was like, it's hard. Well, the, they said that he feels it's hard. It's not a quote. Yeah. But, you know, he's playing under in front of like 700, 3,500 people. It's not great. Not great. You can't just buy your way into ha- being one of the top leagues. That's not the way it works. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, you have to build that culture. MLS is finding how difficult it is. And right now, people are screaming because I did not call MLS one of the top leagues. <laughs> but they're finding how difficult it is to build that culture from the bottom up. It's not easy. Yeah. Uh, so, it's, it, it's, it's also, funny. you know British people don't travel well, bro. It's like bringing raw eggs on a plane. <laughs> you know, they just they can't handle it. They're very pale. <laughs> That's mostly it. They're, they're, they're upset that there's so much sun in the Middle East. <laughs> it's like bringing a carton of eggs in your carry-on, dude. It's, it's ironic because everybody, you know, the, the marketing, the PR was really spectacular last summer. I was like, oh, Saudi Pro League is going right. to compete with MLS and blah, blah, blah. And like, Ironically, this makes Cristiano Ronaldo look even better that he's like <laughs> thriving in this while my everyone's is, complaining my man is just scoring buckets Bro, out there he's like other people take penalties like buddy i scored 15 goals this game. <laughs> get, out there. get out there and see for yourself so, uh i i wonder um you know what effect it, look it, it, it's it feels like the saudi pro league is a a tool to uh you know you know they call it sports washing or whatever, but just to to try to heal the image of the the uh, of of those the countries in that region, and uh, and then therefore to uh, they get the World Cup, which uh, was Saudi Arabia was awarded the World Cup. They're in, trying to get the World Cup in twenty thirty four. No, they got it. They got it. it it's, oh, that's right. They did get it. Yeah, yeah. It was just whatever. They they just, <laughs> they just no no sure 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 yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think it's all part of it because that it, it seems interesting that. The uh, the Saudi Pro League is, is uh, gets all this publicity. All the big players go. Everybody's like, "This is the future of of, of football." And they get the then they get the World Cup, and then every all the players are like, "I want to go. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I well, do I still have to fun. be here? <laughs> okay. Did you hear DC United is doing their preseason in Saudi Arabia? Oh my I did, god, I did, not. I did not hear that. How crazy is that? <laughs> That's crazy. I actually just googled it to make sure that it's already out, and I didn't have like yeah, yeah. you know information. But yeah, it's been already reported. But how wild is that? And bro, yo, yo, go get paid. What you gotta get paid? Hey, listen, no honor. Money. Yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna ask any questions, bro. Get your money up. Yeah. I hope the whole staff can go. Yeah. We got a little serious there. We can keep going a little serious. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some interesting hires over the past few days in MLS and NWSL. Pierre Soubrier, yeah. is that? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes. He's yes. hired by Gotham FC, notably. He's Crystal Dunn's husband mm-hmm. and has kind of a controversial past when he was, what team was he at? He before? was at Thorns. At and Portland, so, yeah, Thorns. he was a, 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 an athletic trainer and he yeah. got 
in trouble and got suspended for yeah. uh, uh, giving basically, uh, I, I believe it was coding, but just giving prescription drugs to players and without consent. Mm. And uh, and yeah, that's a very big issue yeah. and in the medical community. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Portland Thorns, Gavin Wilkinson, the former general manager, if I'm not mistaken, is now at Sporting Kansas City correct. in a similar role. So and he yes. was uh, named in the Sally Yates report. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I, I guess the big question is, should we have... blamed. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say, should we have people like this back in the game i feel like this controversies are it's just too much it's too much yeah so so uh, so the first one obviously uh uh, uh crystal dunn's husband which is uh, i guess that's it's similar to the simone biles husband uh, scenario right <laughs> <laughs> so, just like a lot of people may not know his name but he's a pierre Soubier. he is uh he was an athletic trainer and he's going to be working with gotham gotham did put out a statement saying that he's going to be working as a consultant to to uh, effectively work on their youth uh, strategy and pipeline into you know whatever kind of sounds like a no show doesn't it? <laughs> consultancy yeah, yeah. is also we all know as soon as you say a consultant assistant to the you know assistant yeah. to the regional yeah, yeah you're like yeah 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 <laughs> okay. I ain't gotta show up right I work from home mostly uh, it's real W WFH so look if uh, look I mean let's let's keep it a buck all right uh -huh. when it comes it's crystal done. One of the most decorated U.S. Women's National Team players, uh, NWSL veteran, one of the greatest players uh, to ever play the game. And this is her husband. And yeah. they got a family. I'm sure part of the conversation. They're moving across they're moving the country. Across the con I'm sure part of the conversation was like, you guys right. got any other openings? <laughs> <laughs> I was, man, I need, I need, need a, a, you need a guy named Pierre by any chance? <laughs> Gotta give him something to do, okay? Right? Um, yeah. I so, just can't have him be home. <laughs> I'm sure, he, I believe he um, is a, either was a trainer or player in France. He has, like, experience in the game, I'm sure. But the team has come out and said he's not going to be really dealing with the first team. He's not even going to be dealing with the kids. Exactly. He's more of a front office were, yeah, like administrative position. Exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be uh, working directly with any players or youth players, or right. or and, and definitely, I would imagine there's there's no scenario where he, you know, similar to what happened with the Thorns. I and mean, he, yes, he was suspended. Uh, he he served a year suspension, which is why he's able to work in the in the league again. I think it's an, an important conversation to have because it is a you know about asking asking the question like it should should it be, he be allowed back in the game? And it's one of those things where he did serve his suspension. He paid his debt, if you will. He paid his debt, and you know how how long should he be away from the game? He, he right. was given a year. Uh, that's a, a year's pay. It's obviously very uh, uh, you know he did something wrong. Uh, and and you know I, I it's, I'm not the one to judge of like how long should we should be uh, um, mad at him per se, but he did serve his suspension, and uh, so that that's kind of where we are. And then the uh, it's a it's a complicated thing because it's also Crystal Dunn. We love Crystal you Dunn. You gotta give her whatever she wants. If she wants to play the flute at halftime, you let her play the flute at halftime. We love Crystal Dunn, and we have to balance with yeah. the thing of, like, you know, her husband did something that wasn't right? cool. Right, whatever. He was serving up that Waukesha. I don't care. <laughs> double cup, double yo. cup. Okay. Moneybag Yo is a big fan of here. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe so, you do an international trip and he took the walk to Poland, you know, with Lil Yachty. <laughs> Whatever. It's not, it's not us. That, to we're say. not here to judge. We don't care. He served this suspension. Right? And the lean. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, he puts out an album called Dirty Sprite. It's <laughs> whatever he wants to do. So, and yeah. It's and all flutes. The main thing is yeah, we want to see Crystal Dunn in whatever, a Gotham shirt. Whatever puts Crystal Dunn in a Gotham shirt, <laughs> I'm cool with you it. You want to tell her no, you tell her no. Yeah, you go. <laughs> we I dare you. We and I hope you're wearing shin pads. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, okay. And then, then the other one, Gavin Wilkinson. Uh, which not also, as funny. Not as funny. It's right? not as funny a situation. You know, and if you don't know of, of some of the details, obviously the, the Sally Yates report, everything that happened with the Thorns, um, it was pretty Merritt, Merritt Paulson, uh, uh, Gavin Wilkins was also involved, and obviously the players, uh, 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 Mana Shim and, and Sinead Farley, uh, and, and the the coercion, uh, the, the some sexual allegations abuse, that the, he, he victim blamed and said it was their fault, right? Right, right. Some and, of that stuff is a little, you know, uh, hard to deal with, uh. Even him saying that he would hire him back in a minute, yeah, he, uh, or put he, him in a bad position, I believe is a, a he, quote. He essentially uh, defended uh, um, uh, Paul Riley often, mm-hmm. and 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 this was, uh, I mean, this is a, a tweet from uh, Ryan at Ryan T. Clark, who is a uh, is a reporter for the Argonian, uh, and he and he's current. He I know that he currently covers uh, the Oregon Ducks. Um, but he previously was uh, the the like the beat reporter for the Thorns and uh, and the Timbers, and uh, and he had uh, tweeted uh, uh, quote Gavin Wilkinson was fired by the Timbers after one failing to address alleged domestic violence by uh, Timbers player Andy Polo, which we we all we remember that as well, and then allegedly blaming uh, Manashim for putting former Thorns coach Paul Riley in quote in a bad position. Uh, end quote, and advocating on Riley's behalf. So this is, it's a tough thing for Sporting Kansas City fans because a lot of them are uh, essentially saying, like, there wasn't anybody else. Like, this was the yeah, the, yeah. the guy. The, the, the complicated thing for, like, on the sporting side is that you would have to, um, and this is the only thing I can kind of justify, is that he's a good GM, right? He he brought titles to, or at least one title, to the to the Timbers. The team has been generally been quite successful, uh, getting to several MLS Cup finals. And th- so from, you know, you, you omit the really, really awful thing that he's being accused mm-hmm. of, and then it's like, oh, well, it all looks pretty good, and it looks like a good hire for Sporting Kansas City. Here's but- my suggestion to Sporting Kansas City. When you're going to hire someone... Throw their name in Google. <laughs> and now you don't have to hit enter. Just see what it auto populates underneath what you just wrote. Right. And then tell yourself if this is someone you want to be a part of your organization. You know? So, yeah, look, and it's a um It's a difficult position because yes, he's good at his job, but is that is he also that a, he also wasn't like criminally convicted no, of any particular he thing. He was just uh What's the term? Callous? Yeah, callous. You know what I mean? He was like not responsive in a way you would hope someone in authority would do. You know, he was also the one who wrote that scene in that movie. What was that movie uh, Jennifer Lopez was in where she was the wife who gets back at her husband who was beating her? Enough. And yeah, I think I don't remember. I saw the movie. Do you remember the scene? He wrote the scene. Do you remember the scene where (laughs) she has a black eye and she shows up to her mother in law's house, his mom, Mm -hmm. and pulls her glasses off and just shows her mother. And the mother grabbed her face and said, Oh my God, what did you do? (laughs) (laughs) He wrote that scene. Wow, what a. We went a long way. In my head, it made sense. That was a bit. That was a good bit. Also, he's got good ideas. Like, one of his ideas is he wants the team to preseason on Epstein's Island. (laughs) All right. Relax, Aaron Rodgers. Relax, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) 
All right, all jokes. <laughs> I'm gonna be the Pat McAfee here. <laughs> it's all we're just joking around. Yeah. All alleged. Uh, we we only we're only talking about what we've been uh, reporting on. And so no, it, it's a it's generally a uh, it's a bad look. I mean, look look, and it's a thing. Um, that I, you know, I don't know, you know, he got, he got fired from the Timbers. I don't know when he was going to get another opportunity and, and this is when it is. So it's a, um, I can understand sporting Kansas city fans being upset. I can understand a lot of NWSL fans, uh, uh, being upset as well. Um, there must've been some sort of due diligence on sporting Kansas city's part to really feel that he is now a either reformed individual, uh, learned some sort Here's of lesson. Here's why I'm going to suggest that didn't happen because behind closed doors, typically what happens if you're going to hire someone with a complicated past, your job is to, okay, we're going to hire you. Here's the PR machine now. Yeah. You know, a couple of months before you get an article about his rehabilitation or oh, yeah. how he understands how he made mistakes and blah, blah, blah. And usually these things are done with enough lead time so that the person hiring you can show like, well, we saw what was done in the papers and we saw how he's responded and we know that he's trying to be a better person yeah. and we want to give this person a chance. And everyone can be like, oh, OK, yeah, all right, cool. That none of that happened. No, that, they just came out and said like, no, nah, we hired your boy. Yeah, it's interesting because <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that wouldn't happen and I probably won't ever happen because I think there's a risk for him to be, you know, to have some like legal scrutiny if he does accept some culpability or responsibility. There's a way to do it without maybe, taking... Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm just saying uh, like... Becoming liable for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you know, cl clearly the things that he... You could simply say, though, I was uncomfortable with the way things ended in Toronto. Or, I'm sorry, in Portland. I want the fans... To know that I love them and that, you know. Right, right. But there's a way like to a little, do this. Like a, a there was none release. of that. There this is the that. first time we heard dude's name <laughs> since yeah. he got fired. Yeah. It's true. Uh, so, look, it's a... And uh, he's reporting directly to Peter Vermees. Yeah. Right, right, right. He's a GM. Uh, so look, it's a, uh, oh wait, no, is he going to be the GM or he's just hired to their front office? I don't know. It said in the article that he's, uh, reporting directly to. Okay. Peter okay. So he's not, uh, so I don't know the exact, uh, no, no, it says right there. He will report to Peter Vermees in Tom Bogert's tweet. Okay. Um, so I can understand the, the main thing is I can understand, you know, fans being uh, frustrated and upset. It's a big risk on sporting Kansas city's part to, to, to hire him. Um, so I, I look, I, I've seen already a lot of tweets. Fans are, are are quite upset. I don't know if it, it's to the very upset. It, it's to the degree where they could like prevent uh, him, uh, you know, eventually continuing to work there. Um, so we actually we got a voice note from one of the fans. Oh my! God. <laughs> so <laughs> that is very that's absolutely perfect. That actually. was a direct reaction to <laughs> him getting the job. Yeah. Um, it's actually convenient. <laughs> it's a sporting Kansas City fan. Um, okay, so well, yeah, obviously we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see what happens. We're back with We're type back. five. Type five. We gotta end uh, with type five. Let's go. Yeah. This is gonna be the last segment for today. Yeah, we got some good topics, some funny topics, some stuff going on. As All just right. so everyone who doesn't know, five topics, one minute each. Gonna put you guys on the clock. Gonna have mm -hmm. you react. Uh, just some jokes. Do your best ability. All right. Let's go. First topic: the Ghanaian team showing up with their kentes to Afcon. Oof. This is. I mean, this is. There's no jokes here because it's all fire, bro. Oh. What jokes, bro? I might drown in all this drip, dog. <laughs> Where is my kente? That's what I'm asking. Also, can I get the police uniform in a double XL, dude? 
<laughs> this thing is fire. This is you. This is like it's like a almost like an army leopard print type of, type of thing, bro. This is absolutely fire. Give okay. me mine in a baggie, and I'll take this, bro. <laughs> it's a little too tight. But shouts to shouts to uh, Fergana. Look, and I think this is the jokes about like Jurgen Klopp. Like I hope they get knocked out early, and fans being upset that this takes place during the season, uh, during the Premier League season or whatever league they're in. I get so frustrated with that because this is what it's about. It's about these players being able to go back home as heroes, as folks that are going out and spreading the good word of their country, showing the positivity that can happen in a country, whether it's Nigeria, Ghana, Ivory Coast, all these countries that are taking place, Guinea-Bissau, all of them, and can show their culture to the world. It's okay. Sorry, sorry. One minute, oh, one good, minute, one good. minute. Next one. Why is Eric Dyer going to Bayern Munich, guys? This is bro. Uh, this is a confusing one. Bro. What a what a <laughs> dire situation. Am I right, everyone? <laughs> Eric, that, this is just one of those moves where you're just like, okay, how? Who does he know over there? I know, <laughs> right? Damn, what photos you got? <laughs> is this nepotism? Is the somebody in the Dyer family work at Bayern? Bro, he been he been calling Harry Kane and crying like, dog, you need to bring me with you, dog. <laughs> yo, this dude's Australian, bro. He making me run, dude. It's just it's like, Harry Kane's like, yo, look, my little brother wants to come along. I, don't know. <laughs> just, I can't want to tell him no. My mom's got mom yeah, to guys, my mom's making me take my little brother with me. <laughs> this is nah, a, he'll hold the bottles at the club. <laughs> the, the, Fabrizio Romorded, uh, Romano uh, tweeted. You said Romorded. Romorded. You said Romano and Romorded. <laughs> quite a bit on this show. I'm, go I'm going very fast. Well, here we Romano. Bayern and Spurs are now exchanging signed documents for Eric Dyer permanent move. They, it's no money. It's just documents. They, they don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Somehow I show speed met up with Ronaldo Rosario and got to hold his Ballon d'Or, dude. How, what is up with this kid, man? This is uh, this is pretty remarkable, man. Um, I show speed is is he's cleared us, bro. We're done. We're like <laughs> we're, too, we're we're too old. Yeah, this yeah. is this is one of those things of like now I feel I'm like oh how's this kid so fair and it's like that I'm you know what that's when I'm too old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get what the kids are into. You know what? We never met R9. Uh, <laughs> I never held his golden ball so <laughs> or his Ballon d'Or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so very lucky of him. It, it's look, we've had conversations. We've talked about uh, I feel speed and it's like, look, it, I'm, it's a genuine thing. I'm very happy for his successes. Yeah, it, it is really cool. We want everybody it's to get their money things, up. It's not for me. Very clear. I don't enough. get it. it. It's a it's 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 a lot of um, just uh, just being wild. It's right. also you know uh, casually exposing your penis on the <laughs> on the live stream. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Getting every child at a soccer game sitting behind us to yell "suey" for ninety <laughs> minutes. So not for us, but but amazing uh, uh, to see nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one. Antonio Rudiger was twisting Alvaro Morata's nipple in the middle of the Spanish Super Cup. There's a video of it. It's pretty crazy. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure we can't show this one because this is uh, game footage. Um, but yeah, there is a is Rudiger giving uh, Alvaro Morata a little little, little uh, purple nerf, little titty twist. There. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we've all we've all been in high school. I mean, we're, uh, we're looking at the best part about this is Alvaro Morata is trying to talk to the ref, <laughs> <laughs> and Rudiger is. Big cheek to cheek smile here <laughs> and just 
out there twisting the nip. To uh, be fair, they are former teammates of Chelsea, so maybe they have some kind of relationship. But this was so. This funny. seems <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta be. If Christian did this to me, I'd swing at him. <laughs> and we've been working week since 2015. You gotta be really close to get to be able to do this. But well, Rudiger has been known to like get under people's skin. Yeah. Uh, now he's just trying to get under people's nipples. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he, he bothers people. Gets me. Yeah, he gets people just a little bit annoyed. The worst off, part about this focus that he used the Nike logo. <laughs> like even the Nike logo, man. That's that's embroidered, dude. That hurts. <laughs> All right, last one, last one for this one. You've seen the craze for these white women with their Stanley Cups, bro. What is good with the Stanley Cups? Have you seen? Oh wait, okay. It's not. It, we don't have. It's that wasn't. That wasn't one of the tweets. No, you said, right? Uh, but uh, we'll we'll get it and put it in post. Uh, oh, I know I all about this because it took us weeks to find one for my niece. Really? Okay, so we, it's good that we can. You're get, part uh, of the craze. You're part of it. <laughs> so the Stanley, the Stanley Cup, not the hockey cup. But yo, I think we got the wrong one. I think we got like, you know, those people who wear like Team Jordan. Or you know, like your barber wears like the Jordan, yeah. the dad Jordans. Like that's not really a Jordan, but you don't know how to tell them. I think we might have got the wrong one. <laughs> I mean, this is we're watching a video of uh, a bunch of uh, crazy uh, families, parents, kids uh, attack uh, an end cap in Target for the the Stanley Cup. And this someone worked at GameStop end cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, everybody. Can't remember. Let's go. I was gonna say kiosk. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a uh, high level. Uh, this is consumerism. This is end game. This is the end of days. Uh, <laughs> bro, can, capitalism. For anybody bro. listening, it's a cup. It's a cup. Let's not be crazy. Can I tell you what I saw the other day? And I hate to sound like this, bro. I saw somebody carrying a cup and a Starbucks. Why you got both, dog? <laughs> bro, there's a whole culture now of the, the cups. Have you have? Uh, have you heard of cup girlies? Yes. Cup girlies? You know what? who started this? The Mormons in Salt Lake City. <laughs> I swear. It always goes back to the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you can't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Tight five. Thank you so much. Oh, I, as always. Oh, wait. Is this the yeah. one? Hey, hey. That's a tight five, folks. Shout out to Mark Norman. Thank Come you on. so much. Opening for uh, Seinfeld at Beacon Theater, I Okay, think. well, oh, Seinfeld being a little problematic nowadays. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> hey, shout out to you, Mark Norman. <laughs> Mark Norman is doing great. Uh, uh, all right. Let's wrap there, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we got um, uh, On Monday, we got a really exciting episode because we're going to uh, be joined uh, by Mark Wright, uh, who is is huge uh, 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 you know a producer journalist uh, he made uh, a, a 30 for 30 um, about uh, um, the, the Howard University uh, but now this is the serialized podcast right and there sports explains the world is a, is a podcast a Meadowlock media podcast and uh, and we talk about the 1981 um, Howard University team that had their mm -hmm. their, their title uh, uh, stripped uh, from them, and it's it's a great great conversation. So I believe uh, it's in three parts. If I'm not three mistaken. parts. If you want to go check it out, Sports Explains the World. The name of the episodes are the Bison Project parts one, two, and three. If you want to listen before uh, our interview with Mark on yeah, Monday, it's, uh, give really, you a really great do, do it. It is such a dope dope. It's three episodes. It's such a dope story. You need to know about exactly. it. Exactly. So Mark Wright will be joining us on Monday. And uh, as always, make sure uh, you subscribe to the Cool Against Podcast. Let your friends know about it. If you got, if you got friends, okay. If, and if you don't have friends, just 
repeat to yourself in the mirror how much you love the Cooligans. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Okay, yeah. Screaming out the window. <laughs> okay, we're trying to help you Whoever out. Whoever will listen, bro. Uh, and, uh, you know what yeah. you do? Block the Stanley Cups. <laughs> you got to download the Cooligans first. <laughs> that's, right, right. That's, the, that's the, the, the entrance fee to get a Stanley Cup yeah. is, uh, you know, press play on the Cooligans podcast. You think the, you think the NHL social admin is like, well, we are <laughs> booming on social media right now. Fascinated. <laughs> I didn't even do nothing. Everyone's searching There was for a us. great video. Um, I wish I could find the, the there was a, a, a journalist uh, or a, like a, an announcer from, uh, from I think Telemundo Univision. I don't know uh, which one. But she is doing a uh, piece in like a school. And she's talking to all the kids. And like this is right before the holidays. And she asked the, the kids like, ¿Qué quieren para las Navidades? Like, what do you want for Christmas? And uh, the little girl goes, uh, I want a Stanley Cup. And and she goes, oh, te gusta el hockey. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like really happy. Yeah, and she's like, hockey what? <laughs> and then when she walked back in the video, she's like, hey, she wasn't. She didn't like hockey. <laughs> <laughs> a seven-year-old Guatemalan yeah, girl yeah, yeah, does yeah. not know no. anything about hockey. No, but actually, that girl just got hired to play Dan Levitar in the movie, <laughs> in the movie which so, is really so cool. really cool. You love to I'm see. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> the opportunities Latinos are getting. We're in finally, film. we're finally getting our turn. Uh, all right, so. So, uh, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week, everybody. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong button. It's the cooligans, buddy. Love you guys. <laughs>